Indiana. Welcome to the Crossroads Sports Radio Show, presented by Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Crossroads Sports Radio. It is Tuesday night. Crossroads Sports Radio, episode number 75. I'm your host, Brandon Reef, joined once again by our man, man, JB. John Birdsong, how are we? Good evening, Brandon. How you doing, man? How was your weekend? It was good. It was good. Uh, well, it was busy, but uh, it was good. Can't complain. Good weather a little bit now, now that yep. the rain has stopped. So, uh, yeah, playoff basketball is on. Yeah, playoff basketball, we in full swing, man, full swing. And, and uh, I know we'll get we'll get to it a little bit, but yeah, it's just full. It's, the NBA is fantastic. It's corner phrase. Have you? Phrase, have you? Uh, how many times have you went and seen Avengers now since it's been out? Uh, I've only seen it once. You know, sometimes for me, it's only I can only I can see something once and, and absorb it. I'll probably go see it again before you know summer movie madness fully kicks in. No, but I, yeah, just one time so far. I will be planning to see it again. Very soon. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you like yeah, that? Yeah, I, I did. I did. I also saw the uh, the box set that they're going to be selling coming out with. It's going to have all twenty <laughs> sub movies. I I can imagine well, the price of that. Yeah, if you already got all twenty sub movies, <laughs> I'm sure that, I'm sure they put something in there special. If you already have all other twenty some sub movies, as I do. Yeah, I'm sure they put yeah, you probably a sweetener. Yeah, you'll get like a fifty dollar Best Buy gift card or something. I'm sure, right? <laughs> why we got plug? Why are we plugging Best Buy? <laughs> yeah, you know that's where I get. It's where you, most people get their DVDs and stuff now, or their Blu-rays right. or whatnot. Um, right. I saw the Spider-Man trailer the other night. Oh, oh yeah. I'm kind of excited for it. I am. I, I'm not a big Spider-Man guy, but I saw the trailer and I liked it. Well, it's the next part of the story. Yeah. So. Um, and then uh, hopefully by the end of this one, if anybody had any questions, I know people, tons of people that I've come in contact with had plenty, you know what I'm saying, have had questions about, well, what's next? After Spider-Man is done, we'll kind of, everybody kind of know what's next. Okay. Nice little uh, segue there, a little lead, lead up <laughs> for him. Uh, John, today is a very famous day as we're getting started in the NBA talk. Uh, tonight, let me give the rundown real quick. This tonight's show okay. is going to be kind of more of a, uh, I don't know, a free a free flowing show. There's not a lot a lot to talk about. Obviously, we have the NBA playoffs. We're going to talk about uh, the majority of the time, the Indiana uh-huh. Pacers, and then hit some quick hitters from the weekend. But it's really just kind of you know. And if we get calls, we'll take the calls throughout the show. But it's kind of one of those relaxed shows tonight. I feel like we're getting close to the summer months, so. Uh, well, we will try our best as long as there's topics to talk about. We'll talk about sports uh, each week that we can with you guys. There may be a time we may have to take a week off. Hopefully not, but we'll see um, if it gets to that point. But today is a very famous day in the world of basketball. Not only uh, <laughs> do we have playoff Sorry, games, no. yeah, but uh, – for some of our fellow fans, and even those those in, in New York, actually, you know what? Before we even get started, <laughs> before we even get started, we got our we got our first call. We have to take it. It's our man. It's our main man. All right, sweet, sweet Lou. How are we? 
Speaking of from New York, yeah, well, New Jersey actually, but the general area, yes. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say uh, it was it was uh, 24 years ago tonight that the uh, Reggie Miller uh, eight points and nine seconds against those New York Knicks, famous day here in Indiana. Yeah, a sick day for New York. <laughs> so how how are you been, Lou? How was your weekend? Oh, uh, well, well, uh, Saturday I was out of town, so I didn't get a chance to do my show on that day, but I did it on Sunday. Oh, okay, a little Sunday, a little, little matinee for everybody. <laughs> yeah, but it's back to Saturdays now, so, uh, <laughs> all right. And, uh, you know, now the um, the Warriors and the Rockets is now all of a sudden becoming a series, just as I expected. Oh, yeah, it's... Uh... It's definitely serious. I still think the the Warriors in the end are going to take it. We've seen this last year. I think it goes seven, as long as oh, the yeah. Rockets can stay hot. And hello, Earth to Earth to Clay Clay Thompson. Clay, where are you at, my man? If Clay hits a couple shots last night, Golden State may have it. Right. Right. And I even say Golden State. Golden State had a chance to at least keep it within one possession in Game Three. And Steph Curry could make a third grade layup, or a dunk, even should say. <laughs> no, he couldn't. I mean, Curry. I think Curry's losing it a bit. Yeah, could be. John, I know we've talked about this plenty of times. We've said it's Durant's team, and and, and oh, Steph. I've and, never said and, that. <laughs> I've said it. Okay, maybe I've said it. Maybe I've said it's Durant's yeah. team. Uh, yeah. but it, it, it's. How vulnerable are the Warriors actually this year compared to previous years? Are they more vulnerable, or are we just kind of like maybe a little? It's a little just because they don't have the bench support that they used to have uh, in previous years. But when you have once like once they get engaged and once they get on the dinner, I don't think necessarily that Steph and Durant are on the same page. Like Steph played like they 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 recruited Durant to come over, right? Everybody knows this. And they and they you know they yeah. they they got they got what they wanted out of you know San Durant and like now you know probably a lot, a lot of things going on behind the scenes with Durant uh, potentially leaving mm. you know it's probably seventy thirty that he is leaving right um, but for where and, and, and well for where <laughs> is, is for where is the greatest mystery of you know what I'm saying next to where LeBron went when he made the first before he made that decision right but when to go from Cleveland Miami but. Um, I, I, I really just think that Durant now, because he is on a show, he's, he's kind of showcasing what he can do for his next team. He's kind of throwing, as you, he, he's kind of thrown off the offense. This, this, this is be honest, man. You know, the, Golden State used to play great defense, but their their whole team is predicated on offense. The whole team, like that's that's predicated on offense, predicated on shooting threes and guys getting open, whether it be Steph, whether it be uh, Clay, whether it be uh, Draymond. You know what I'm saying? Hitting the shot that he wasn't supposed to hit or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's what the team's kind of predicated on. Well, with with Durant in the fold, and, and it's crazy, man. You know, Durant's crazy. Uh, like, usually when an elite-level guy like that scores 40 to 55 points, the team wins, right? And right. Somebody, somebody, somebody threw out a, a crazy stat yesterday uh, on the other days that, you know, they're 6-7 and seven when he does that. You know, I, I know I know that ain't you know that's not terribly horrible, but that's below 500. You know, um, mm-hmm. I think really I you know I, I could go on and on about I, I think I, I really just think that 
Durant throws off Clay's game. I know Clay. Some oh, for sure. Open, you still, still got to hit. Him, oh yeah. But like he doesn't get he doesn't get the chances that he used to because now he's the third guy. When he's you know saying for years been the second guy, something that they've cultivated, and that kind of goes against. You know what? It might have this. It only this will only bite them in the rear if they don't win the title. They've already won one title, but you know saying to win another title because they're they're a team that's kind of cultivated. Like they drafted everybody. The only person that didn't get drafted there. I mean, besides, you know, I would say besides, you know, I'm talking about significant parts. I'm not talking about Andre Iguodala, right? Right. The only part that had to get drafted there is Kevin Durant. He's somebody that's here long for the ride. They kind of know it in the back of their mind, and that's kind of why I think uh, that why Houston's actually in the Again, taking nothing away from Houston. They played, dare I say, Brandon, 90-style defense last night. They played a, they played uh-huh. a 50 yeah. game, you know, you know where you might have to throw a little elbow, throw a little shoulder, and and you and quite honestly, now nobody's like injured. I'm kind of fine with that because I grew up on 80s and 90s basketball, you know. So yes, um, hopefully, hopefully somebody, you know, hopefully somebody. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't replicate that overnight. You know what I'm saying? But hopefully, going to the next season, somebody thinks about, hey man, maybe we want to. This is how you want to play both states because you know what? Steph is a different player. When you bump him, when you and you yep. Kevin Durant's a different player because they're they, these guys. And it's not. I'm not saying that they're soft. They're more finesse kind of guys, you know. So this is where again. But 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 again, they. I I don't know if the defense like that they played last night can travel for Houston. So I give it. I kind of give it like what you said. I, I don't know if they can play that kind of defense on the road. Okay, Lou thoughts. Yeah, I mean there. There has to be something missing with with with, with Durant. You know, it, it it doesn't seem like but he says though he's not worried about it, even though they've lost back to back games. You know, they say they're not um that they're not worried uh, just yet. Yeah. Um I think you know, they've been in this situation before so many times. I mean Durant has, whether it be yeah. when he was with O K C or even with the Warriors, that it just I don't know. I, I mean talent wise obviously they're a lot better than the Rockets. The Rockets know how to play them, and you said it right, John. If you're physical against KD and Steph and Clay, uh, you're you're going to be successful. The only person that's, I guess, playing bully ball uh, wouldn't do anything to him would be Draymond because that's the way he plays. Right. Uh, you know, Chris Paul sitting there jabbing with, with Durant, trying to get in his head. I, I love yeah. this series. I love it. <laughs> Move <laughs> yeah, and, and CP and CP3 falling down, flopping from a hit from Durant, and uh, yeah, I just I noticed one thing, and I saw it on the news today. Uh, Jay Williams was talking on ESPN, and I thought I was oh, the only wow. one to see it last night, and I tweeted it out. There was a couple plays where the Warriors would hit like a big shot, and Clay Thompson's on the bench, and his body language. If I could, if I was on video right now, he's just kicked back. And just dejected, looking, staring at the ground when it all goes on. Like, he doesn't give a crap what's going on. That he feels slighted. That he feels mm-hmm. that now he's not a priority. He's just a uh, an option. And right. uh, I, I do think he's going to leave. And well, You know, Brandon, that, that, that goes into another conversation, man, because they are – they can't – Golden State can't afford to lose both of them. Okay. No. Now there's a, there's a set there's a plan set in place to keep Kevin Durant. It's up to him if he wants to take it. It won't be 
it won't be the it probably won't be the years that he wants, but it'll be what he wants per year. See what I'm saying? So I don't know if he, mm-hmm. if he wants thirty eight thirty nine million dollars a year. I think Golden State can do that for him for two years or something like that, or even three years, right? But he won't be uh-huh. he won't be a five year or seven year contract that the Knicks or or the Clippers or the, or the Brooklyn Nets is willing to offer. Now, uh-huh. Clay Thompson, something, man, I listened to um, uh, Wojo and, and and Brian Schwartz. Dude, he wants mm. between $175 million to $190 million. To which the Golden <laughs> State Warriors can get that. They can get that underneath their salary cap. But that would mean Kevin Durant, you know, that kind of felt like the end of Kevin Durant's tenure with the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like, it's, you know what, you know what, Brandon? I guarantee you, it'll be who does Clay want? I mean, sorry, who does it'll be a whole big conversation powwow between ownership, the coach, and Steph Curry about who he wants to play with going further. Okay, um, I will say this, and New York yes. fans and and the whole East Coast, grip your chair a little bit because I'm gonna I'm gonna make you a little bit happy. You're gonna Uh-oh. get one of the one of these three next year. You're either going to get Kyrie, Kyrie Irving. Yeah. You're either going to get Kevin Durant, or yeah. for some reason I I have a just a weird feeling they could go and if they don't get Durant and somehow they don't get Kyrie, or say they get Kyrie and they need a second, what they push all their chips in and go get Clay Thompson for New York. I can see him in a Nick uniform. I could I could see that too, and they'll and they'll get you know one of the top three picks in this draft. Exactly. If you yep. get Zion and Clay, and then maybe if you throw in some other bigger free agents. Yeah, I, I, I'm telling you. Agents, yeah. Yeah, if you strike out, if you strike out one of the two, sign, you can get them. So definitely not gonna sign everybody. Yeah. No. So. What you th- What do you think, Lou? Was I Was I too? Uh, uh, was it too earth shattering to think about? No, not at all. I wouldn't say earth shattering. The Knicks won. I, I just... win. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know if we get though. Um. Okay. Perfect. Uh. Let's see. Game seven tonight. Hockey, Lou. Dallas Stars, St. Louis Blues in St. Louis. Uh. Who do you like? Flip a coin. It's gonna be a tough game. That it's gonna be a tough game. It's gonna be a tough game to watch. Yeah. But uh, it, I'll give. I'll give. You know what? I'm still gonna go with the stars. We're gonna go with the upset. I love it. I love your pick. I sprinkled a little bit on the money line today at 140. Um, took the Dallas Stars myself. I think the Stars are gonna get this one. If you look at these two teams, they are a exact carbon copy of each other. And if you look at the statistics-wise for the entire series, they are very, very close in every category. So um, I'll probably chime in here and there throughout the night, uh, and I'll probably watch the final 10 minutes of the third period and kind of see how it goes from there um, if it's a close game. So Yeah. Uh, the well, Islanders I'll... no-showed. Hurricanes yeah. um, oh. are just too much for them. Oh, man. Just no show. I thought they would at least get one. So that was that was something. And then uh, who else? Who am I missing? I'm missing another series in the East. Oh, Carolina. Carolina, yes. 
they're making a, a 2006 uh, bid, it looks like, right now, trying to get back to the Stanley Cup. So we'll see there. Uh, Jonathan doesn't really talk much about this sport. So, Lou, I'll, I'll go back and forth with you. Kentucky Derby, maximum security, wins, yeah. gets DQ'd. I about wanted to throw up because I had good money on maximum yeah. security as my pick, and then it got sh- taken away from me, robbed, sort of. Um, yes. My opinion looking at the video is did he impede? Yes. Was it impeding enough for country house, country horse, country kitchen, whatever you want to call him? I don't think so. I think the better horse really won the race with maximum security. But I see when you're in that point, you have to make the call because if you don't make it there, what's that going to open up everything else to in the future? I that, To me, I think that's why they – Waited, and plus they made an extra how much revenue they made with that final extra twenty two minutes on the air. <laughs> yeah. So, what was your thoughts on it, Lou? I know you. I guess you were gone Saturday night, probably. So, you, did you? I'm sure you saw at least saw part of the race. I was able to catch a highlight of it. I, w- I was attending a celebration uh, for my cousin, so I didn't see it live. But when I heard about, it, I'm like, what? Uh, yeah. I guess I, I. That's why I thought I've seen everything in the world of sports. We get this by a horse. Yeah, uh, sixty-seven to one odds going into the race, and he wins. First time in Derby history. Uh, news out today that the horse will not be competing at the Preakness with an illness, quote unquote illness. Uh, yeah, and Maximum Security is not going to race either at the Preakness. No. So, no. Uh, I don't know. I guess you get your roadster and get your game winners. Uh, as your picks, so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, let's see, Lou, your New York Jets. I, I, I could say I could have told you, but Le'Veon mm. Bell skipping workouts already. As a Steeler fan, I can't say I'm uh-huh. not su- surprised it's happened. Nope, neither am I. He's uh, already causing a problem. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. John, I told you he'd cause a problem anywhere he goes. Well, uh, this is voluntary workouts, am I correct? No, come on, man. You're a new team. You gotta show up for your teammates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna if you wanna uh you know what I'm saying, bring the winning culture that you learned or you wanna turn a new leaf and have people have a different opinion of you and not associate you with another particular Pittsburgh dealer who had a an uncelebratory exit, then yes, you wanna show up and do all the things uh, the correct way. So it is somewhat of a black eye. I, I'm saying it's time that it's probably it's, it's probably time it's it's gonna be time before now. If he does this in the fall, then you got a real big problem. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but like it's, it's it's not necessarily the the, the the you know what I'm saying. Given past history, uh, yep. recent history, you know what I'm saying. Especially after he set out a whole season. That's un- I can I can I do that. I think about that. It's unbelievable. Like it's sixteen million dollars. On the table, regardless, you still you know you still should report it. So, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of get where you're coming from, but uh, he, he, he's gonna have to maybe I don't know maybe everybody watches or something. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, but Sweet I, Lou, what else you got? Yeah, 
All right, well, that's that's about it. I have to make another call anyway, but uh, I'll be back next week. All right, buddy. Take right. care. If you get a chance, call my show on Saturday. Yes, I will. Give you. I'll give you a call. Yeah. All right. Uh, the number again is 712-775-7035. Pin number 410-173, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And don't forget the if pound you don't sign hit too. the pound sign, you're not you getting get in. You're dead. Boom. Thanks, Lou. That's right. All right. That's our main man, Sweet Lou, with the early call-in. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Lou's a part of the show now. It's now. it's destiny. It's destiny. All right, John, getting back to the NBA. Um, yep. We were talking about this, this – yeah, this date in history, though. It, there's a lot of things. Oh. And, and, you know, I mean, this part here – Boom, baby. Boom, baby. Hey, this is also – hey, Brad. Yeah. Hey, this is also the day Michael Jordan hit the shot. Come on, man. Come on, man. Let me get through this, and then we'll get to the other one. But, yes, oh, you're right. Today is the day of the shot by Jordan over Elo, game winner. Uh, Bulls as a, as a sixth seed, right? Yeah, they would out. Yeah, Cleveland was the was a higher seed, correct? Yeah, I thought Cleveland Cleveland won all six games in the regular season, and the Bulls came in and just put it uh, put it to them. Game five winner. A lot of memorable things on this date, John. I didn't realize both of them happened on the same day, but different years, obviously. Yeah, different years, right, right, right. Yeah, unfortunately for that, that was actually you know what I'm saying a real good Cleveland team featuring the. Uh, Craig Elo and Mark Price and Brad Dowdery in the middle and Larry Nance at the power forward. They just they were kind of actually favored that year to go against Detroit in the uh, in the in the semifinals, but uh, Michael Jordan saw fit not to make that happen. Yeah, uh, the other event locally here, the Pacers, uh, Reggie hitting that shot. I remember I was at my dad's house and I was uh, watching the game with him. And just mm-hmm. about to turn it off, and then all of a sudden, craziness just just erupted. Uh, <laughs> and Pacers steal the game. I still love watching the thirty for thirty. Every time I, I can see it, I've got it on Blu-ray. Uh, love it. Well, you know, kudos kudos to John Starks. You know, he always I give him kudos, man, because he always wanted to, you know, what I'm saying, fight the the more uh, the better player. You know what I'm saying? He always wanted to go against Michael Jordan. He always wanted to go against Reggie Miller. He always, you know what I'm saying, became like that junk, little junkyard dog barking at, you know what I'm saying, the, the better guy. But you know, the NBA, you can't hide talent. And obviously Reggie Miller and Michael Jordan <laughs> rose to the occasion on, on several occasions uh, against, his, against their battles against John Starks and the Knicks. Yeah, absolutely. It was uh, – and – uh, by the way, the Michael Jordan shot, I forgot to mention, that was his first uh, actual game winner right there uh, Wow! in history. So the first of many. Uh, right. Yeah, Re- Reggie, uh, I just remember Pat Riley keep trying to uh, – another – I think it was a year after this, I believe, in 95, uh, or maybe it was 94. I can't remember which year it was. I think it was 94, where Reggie just kept hitting shot at 25 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, Pat Riley just having to call timeout, timeout, 
get get up in his space, get a hand up, get get away from him. I know John will never see basketball like that again. I love the physicality of seeing the Davis boys against Oakley and Mason. Starks oh, yeah. and Reggie going at it. Uh, yep. Starks, Reggie with the fake headbutt when he gets headbutted by Starks and just <laughs> – <laughs> Right, oh. right. Those were, those were, even though nobody won, you know, what I'm saying a championship out of those. Those series were very fun and very entertaining to watch, and they're always good. they're always be not only memorable to if you're a homer from Indiana or from the Knicks, you're because you, if you're a pure basketball fan, you love those battles if you if you have to see them live. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, let's hit up to the uh, let's hit the hardwood with the playoff series. This first one. Uh, I dare I say I strike up the uh, the music already because uh, this 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 music kind of goes with this team the, the little leprechaun himself and the Scottish can <laughs> be playing because the Irish well, I, I, are in right. trouble. No, I think that's I, I, you got the right you got the right area, but it's a bit wrong uh, ethnicity. Yes, that's yeah, Scottish, yeah. <laughs> I know, right. <laughs> I know they're gonna get they're gonna rip me on Twitter they're gonna rip me on Facebook for it but the the funeral music can play because right. I think the Celtics awesome. are confirmed dead do not have a pulse man they're not oh man we've been saying they've been you know uh, a seesaw of unconnected you know what I'm saying Uncon- you know connect un- that word unconnectivity is that, is, is, that, is that even a word I don't, I don't even know, you know if that's a word <laughs> yeah right but like those are that's, those are some things that Brad Stephen preaches ever since he was in his days of the fall <laughs> about being a whole team you know what I'm saying everybody being connected and going in the, in the same direction um it's just uh you know, Kyrie wanted away from LeBron, and you can interpret that as maybe he wanted his own team, and then he got his own team, and then he, you know, we know what happened last year, and we can give him, we we all give him a pass for last year because you know his body kind of broke down or whatever. But this year, there really no was no excuses. Um, Shutter and also that excuses is also, and we'll get to Gordon Hayward in a minute. But the leader of the team is Kyrie Irving, right? So, you know, and some of the comments that he made after this loss, um. Were, weren't leader-like, you know. Um, it, it might be some things that maybe Kobe Bryant had to kind of say it back in the day when he was playing with Smush Parker or we playing with a lesser team. But your team, this Kyrie Irving team, they were they were, they were were favored to get into the season. Sorry, everybody had them winning the East. They're like hands down. Um, yeah. And, like, again, they just had they just had they fought through chemistry issues and they fought with guys last year were asked to be asked to be in different roles. Now they were asked to do lesser things. So, so it's just a it, you know a, a whole a whole mess. Not 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 like a mess like the Lakers, right? But the whole mess to where Kyrie said to some to the fact that you know he a reporter asked him about his poor shooting. He said I should have took thirty. I should I should have took thirty shots tonight. Well, no, you should have passed more. <laughs> yeah, Kyrie, exactly. Should have. You should have passed more or set your teammates up more because Kyrie Irving, let's be honest, man, he has the best handles uh, in the NBA that we've seen since, I don't know. I mean, you can go back and forth with him. Who has the best handles, him or, him or, him or Steph Curry? But he has some tremendous handles where he can break down defenses, break down his man, draw defenders, and find an open man or, or find a man who's cutting to the basket. And, you know what I'm saying, he, he has not had a great shooting uh, percentage in the last two games. I think mean, he's missed like you know a total of like forty some shots. I don't know how the, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but he has he has been off. Uh, and, and like I said, uh, and then it cut. You know, saying with him being the star player back 
and you know what I mean that kind of cut into Rozier's minutes. And then and also, well, uh, the other guy he, he came back from injury, so he wasn't you know what I'm saying he wasn't being dependent upon I, I, in any way. Um, right. Talking about uh, Marcus Smart, but um, yeah, you know between Brown and Tatum, their roles kind of got diminished, and they kind of been overlooked. Kyrie just, I guess you know sometimes veteran guys just don't trust younger players. They just don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, for whatever reason, he, back. He, was it? What's that now? I said, and now Marcus Smart's back too. Well, yeah, Marcus Smart, but him being back, but he's not. He, you know, they got to work him back in. But yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah. Now, where, where did the minutes get split up at now? You know, what I mean, like Marcus Smart is, was coming off the bench even last year, but he was playing starters' minutes, finishing games, um, and that's not that's not that. So they they just they just, they are a mess of non connectivity. Right, that word again comes up, and um, there's going to be obviously some changes in Boston because Danny Ainge, uh, I would even with Kyrie maybe potentially exiting, as y'all know, you like to say that he. I, I can't really see necessarily the Knicks. If if well, if Durant goes there, sure, and then and then he'll <laughs> that'll be a they'll have to figure out you know saying it would be obviously be Durant's team, right? But um, I think Danny Ainge still has to make some changes. Even with yeah. even with Kyrie, so now I, you're going you know, to be. You're going to think I'm crazy saying this. Are the Boston Celtics better off without Kyrie? I had told some friends of mine who had told me that I was crazy when I said at the trade deadline, trade Kyrie, package him up for Anthony Davis. Whatever you, you know, what I'm saying whatever you get for him, it, it, it's not like Anthony Davis was hurt. You know, what I'm saying they just had him on a minute right. restriction because they didn't want to, you know. So what, I, you know, but you know, what I'm saying as a, you don't want to never panic as a as a general manager or as a vice president of an organization. You don't want to ever panic. You have you brought Kyrie Irving to, to be special. If anybody, nobody would say that Marcus Smart or Rozier are are better than Kyrie Irving as individual talents. No, they would not. But per this team and what the roles they need to fill, they fill they fill the role better. So my my thoughts were to not that I want to see Brown or Tatum go, is that if you want to move the needle, you're gonna to have to take a risk and go get you know what I'm saying the second coming of Tim Duncan or whatever people think that Anthony Davis might be. You know what I mean? So I would have said yes. I, I did say that. I said trading because he didn't. Yeah. He, he had said all the, he said all the wrong things about one. He had said I know he made a grandstand said he was going to be there or whatever, but the, his yeah. the team right right the team didn't play well, so they didn't do that. They're going he's going to basically kind of walk out for nothing. Um, they still can make a deal. I don't know if they can get Anthony Davis. They have a, they have another first rounder right, and they can probably dangle Brown's contract, which is I think still on his rookie deal or whatever, but. In order for them to get Anthony Davis, they'd have to trade Horford, and I don't necessarily know that. I don't think that's necessarily fair. I mean, I mean, this ain't we, in basketball and this business. This is all business, right? But um, th- then you'd be looking for another second fiddle to pair with Anthony Davis. Is it Tatum? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? We need to we 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 kind of kind of forgot how good he could potentially be when Kyrie Irving came back. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, there's probably a deal out there. Like I said, Ainge, only in Ainge's mind. Does he know what he wants to do? And I know, you know what I'm saying, uh, he's probably not necessarily thinking about, you know what I'm saying, uh, July or June just yet because he just had a mild heart attack last week. But um, they have to – I I would assume – 
you know, I, I, I give them, Brandon, I actually give them a 30% chance to win against the Bucks to stretch it to at least six. I'm not saying seven. I'm saying they can stretch it to at least six. Uh, okay. Because they, they need to win, like, what, three more games to win the series? And I think they can yeah. win one and then, and, then, and then come back home. And who, I don't know, it's not, it ain't necessarily great to lose at home. You get booed. I mean, he'll get booed off there because it's a the Boston people know he's, he's he's out there. But um, last night they just didn't look like at the last last four minutes of the game that they. I know it's it's like kind of like they quit. Kind of yeah. like kind of like they quit. So we've seen a lot of guys jacking up threes that aren't normal three point shooters. You know what I'm saying? What uh, the Moore twin? Um, like and like I said, we have a thirty million dollar player in who I love him. Right? We all love him because he went to Butler. Right? And Gordon Hayward, who is, you know, saying either A, still hurt, or his feelings is hurt, or his game is hurt. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but he he hasn't he hasn't been Gordon Hayward that you know saying that got the that, that was deserving of the thirty million dollar contract. Uh, not yeah. in, not in the playoff series. I know he has some, he showed some he showed some flashes in the regular season, but not in this not in this, not in this playoff has he shown uh, that he's been worth thirty million dollars. He was he was brought here to be kind of the second fiddle. I don't, I don't think. I think Boston can push it to six games. I, I don't think it's without a reason. But now they could do it. Absolutely, they could steal one and Milwaukee. I just, I think, in Ky- for Kyrie, he needs this to end. He needs this to end the next game because it'll be a smooth exit for him to leave Boston. That mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about the fans booing him or wonder what's going on or. Um, even though he's already turned, going to say he's going to sign there way before he even should have said that. I think he was just caught up in the moment uh, saying it. But also, John, not to be missed in this, but if this ends game five or even I'll say even game six for the Celtics, uh, mm-hmm. you got to start looking over your shoulder if you're Brad Stevens because <laughs> you've got a lot of talent and you're getting right. knocked out in the second round. And this time you had all your horses. And I know last right. year you lost Gordon Hayward or whatnot. You had injuries with Kyrie a little bit and some others, but you had all your horses this time and it did not work. I think you've got the one more, more year. Right. The, right. The immortal words of Robert Parrish when he was asked about Brad Stevens, he's like, what does he want? And I didn't know it was a big pile on like, Robert Parrish, what are you talking about? And like now he's kind of come back up. I know he said that like three years ago though. <laughs> But like now, like, like Brad, what have you won? I think Brad. I think Brad is pretty. He's probably. He's definitely safe uh, for this year and going into next year. Um, yeah. I I still don't think Brandon. I don't put it past Kyrie Irving going to back the team up with LeBron and putting team Cavaliers West. <laughs> yeah, it's almost together. Like, yeah. I don't put it past him. I don't. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh. Well, it's we'll see. Uh, Boston, you've yeah. got a faint heartbeat. Uh, I'm excited for this NBA off season. Uh, I think we're gonna have a great great shows and uh, talk about NBA free agency, uh, kind of like we did last year when LeBron did the signing and stuff, and we went live a few times, and we we weren't even planning on having a show one week, and all of a sudden LeBron signs with the with the Lakers, and it's like, hey, we gotta have a show. We gotta talk about it. So. <laughs> um, it was good. Let's look at the other Eastern Conference series tonight. It goes two and two uh, tonight. Pivotal game five, Raptors, Sixers. Uh, I don't even know. 
It, it all matters what team shows up. Sometimes the Raptors are showing up. They don't show up at home. Who knows? Uh, Embiid, <laughs> is, is he going to play? Does he still have diarrhea? Is he going to show up oh, and play? I, he does. He hasn't played right, illness right. for diarrhea. You know, Tonight he says he's eligible to play, but I don't know what to expect from this game, honestly. I, 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 it's like a coin flip. Um, I think Embiid's going to, like, you know, as we all, we all pick on Russ, we're taking a like, long look in the mirror and, like, what he needs to do on the court. We need to look uh, – Embiid needs to look a long look in the mirror and what he needs to do off the court and, like, what he's putting into his body. Again, um, I listen I'm, – I'm I'm, I, I, I call myself. I'm not necessarily an official one. I call myself a historian of basketball. And I remember Danny Ainge was playing with uh, the Phoenix Suns at one point. And he said he, he called him an interview. He said, "Man, I'm, he said my body's a temple. I don't know if he's talking crap or not, <laughs> but he was saying that he was saying that he takes care of his body. That's why he, you know, was able to play into you know that he is practiced prime. He, his prime was in you know, when he played in Boston, right? But he he was playing a reserve role, a kind of key reserve role for Phoenix. And he said, my body's a temple. I take care of myself. You know, what I'm saying that you know I don't put." I don't eat, you know what I'm saying? At that time, it was Big Mac and or Whoppers or whatever was popular, fast food meal. Uh, then he, and he said he stayed away from those types of things. When you know, when you hear about reports about Joel Embiid eating four, you know, chicken fillet chicken sandwiches at a time, at a, in any given setting, and, and washing them down with, you know, um, um, whatever soda or whatever or milkshakes, you know, those are kind of red flags. From yeah, you can get away, you can get by on being big and on natural God-given talent. But when you when you put more emphasis in training and when you put more emphasis in nutrition, um, you get better results. Um, yeah, I mean guys like Charles Barkley when they slimmed down, he became MVP. When we we all know, you know, slimmed down Shaq in in the, in, the, in Laker land was way better than you know saying Portly Shaq. In the, you know, saying in, in Miami, you know what I mean. The big leprechaun. <laughs> oh, big cactus! Oh, yeah, and the big cactus in in yeah. in, the, in in Phoenix. Again, he got it. He had. He, I mean, if you check those stats on 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 Shaquille O'Neal during those times that he spent in, in Miami and in and in Phoenix, they're good. They're good stats, but they're not anything compared to what he was when he was in shape and in and in tune with you know, what I'm saying nutrition and his diet when he was in L.A. You know. That's something Joel Embiid is going to have to do because, is, I mean, I get it that your knees and your ankles, are, you know what I'm saying, I get it. He's a big guy and he's carrying a lot of weight. But, you know what I'm saying, your team, they like, they, they tank for a reason. They tank to yeah. get him. You know what I mean? And, you know, I'm not saying you move his contract or you trade him because that's, that's, that's easier said than done. Because, again, I can criticize him all he wants about what he, you know what I'm saying, what he needs to do and what he needs to eat or you know, whatever. He doesn't need to train a little bit harder. But he still, on any given day, wakes up and gets you 15 and 10. You know what I mean? The problem is we they, 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 Philadelphia depends upon him to get 25 and 10. And, and that's something that – he had eight points the last game. That's, 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 that's kind of – I'm not going to say kind of – that's unacceptable as the star player on this team. Because that's what he is. It's not. It's not Jimmy Butler. It's not uh, Ben Simmons. It's him. He's a star player. And he, like you know, as much as we criticize Russ, we should. People should criticize Joel the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I just. I. But you're right. Who? What team is going to show up? Because the Raptors 
actually played a pretty good. They played, I mean, you know, they they kind of confused them into you know a lot of bad shots. I think they only took seven shots or whatever, which is kind of uh, head scratching, too. And I get it that you know what I'm saying uh, 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 um, JJ had a hot hand, and so did uh, Jimmy Butler. But the team plays better. This team plays, you know, what I'm saying better when it plays from inside out, not outside in. And uh, you know, you don't. You're right. You don't know what team you're going to get out of the Raptors at all. Uh, I know um, Kawhi's been on a tear because again, he's he's trying to get a 170 to 195 million dollar contract, right? But you yeah. know, you never know what you you never know what you're gonna get out of Kyle Lowry. For that's for darn sure. <laughs> and, yeah. and, uh, and 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 you know who also played bad? Oh my goodness! And I'm talking about as far as the series. He didn't have a bad game last game, but but uh, Marcus saw. You know, yeah. going into last, yeah. but going into last game, he was under seven points a game. I'm like, dude, what? What? <laughs> this will the real Gasol stand up? You know, uh, and that's that's and I and I know it might be something. You know, it's different. He's depended upon differently than Memphis than he has been in the Raptors. They they go they they automatically go to they automatically run everything through him when he play for Memphis. And here he's kind of almost like a pick and pop player, which is I mean he can hit shots, but he's still more effective down low, right? But um, he, he's had when I sometimes when you see him on the court, he's had matchup where Tobias Harris was on him and like he, he passed out or it, it resulted in a poor shot. Where you know just something that's unmarked saw like. Mm-hmm. I agree. A uh, couple questions for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's reported that uh, the Raptors believe that Kawhi will sign long term this off season. They are confident that Kawhi Leonard will sign long term with them. Um, <laughs> one thing I've known in the NBA is don't ever be confident until there's pen on paper. Uh, I just can't see him staying, John, in Toronto. I just can't. Um, he's not, but he's not a chatty Kathy at all, right? So go to the Knicks, where you got to deal with with the New York media, and if they if they lose early or if they only like five hundred, you got to be the you got to be the you know what I mean you got to be the focal point of when the camera or the microphone stuck in your face. I can't see him going to the Knicks. Plus, Knicks is still kind of an organization to play for, right? Go to the Clippers. Yep, that's my pick. Doc Rivers knows knows what the hell he's doing, and it's not necessarily about – out there, it's about winning. It ain't necessarily about who's on – you know what I'm saying, what eight players on the team. Now, they'll they'll have guys who are standouts. They'll have guys who are standouts, but it's not necessarily – you know what I'm saying. But then he should have just – well, you know, he should have just kind of stayed in San Antonio, but I know the Spurs was kind of waffling on if they were going to pay him $200 million or whatever, right? But I don't think he's uh I don't think he's ready for the bright lights big city. You know what I'm saying? I think he wants to play in a big city, which Toronto's a big city. And, you know, playing in a playing in a, in a clipper uniform is a big city, right? But I don't think he's ready for so, you know, the questions that Russell Westbrook gets or the questions LeBron gets or the questions that, you know what I'm saying, that Steph Curry has to feel at times. I don't think he's yeah. necessarily that guy. He's he's the kind of guy who just wants to play basketball. I mean ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, but he, that's just kind of what the vibe I get from him. I can see Kawhi Leonard being a Clipper. I can also see Durant joining him as a Clipper, possibly. And then that throws everything in LeBron's monkey wrench that, hell, the team that you should have the same damn ability with now is a better team than you what you got there in uh, 
you came out to Los Angeles for. And you got a sneaky good coach with Doc Rivers and the right. front office with Steve uh, 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 as a Balfour or whatever. I can't think of Steve, uh, the, the owner, throwing money out there. Idea. He's going to yep. spend it. You've got a general manager um, besides – I think Doc gave up the general manager role. But I think Come Lawrence on, Frank – I think Lawrence yeah. Frank is in the uh, – who's a former coach. Uh, and he actually did yeah. work with Kawhi for a season. So uh, he's going to be help running the team. I just – if you put gun to my head right now, I just feel like the Clippers are the number one team right now in the running for Kawhi Leonard. And I'm going to tell you when we do our free agency show here at the end of the end of June, I'm probably going to have the same thing with them. So okay, okay. Now here, now this goes to another thing. Uh, there was, I'm just going to play a minute of the clip because it was seven minutes long today, and I spilt my coffee when I saw it on TV, Uh-oh. and even the reporters who saw this, their facial reactions. And I want more from an answer from you than ah, uh, you know, they're just they're just trying <laughs> to get ratings. They're just, they're just doing ratings. That's all it is. I'm gonna play this okay. clip, and then also I've called out on Facebook one of the Crossroads Sports fans, Justin Powell. I want a response from you. What your thoughts of this? Here's the part of the clip. Is Kawhi actually a better player under pressure <laughs> than the great Kobe Bean Bryant? Yes, he is. Kobe, no one had more heart than Kobe. Like, Kobe's not scared of anything. But because Kobe was the best bad shot maker who ever lived, he would take a lot of bad shots under pressure because he knew he could make them. But just look at how often he made them compared to what Kawhi is doing. Kawhi takes higher percentage shots and makes them more often under pressure than Kobe Bryant did. I'm not making it up. When you try to derive the statistics, I know you're both going to just assert that I'm wrong. But when you say, oh, just can't look at the numbers, you understand statistics are records of events. When they say in late and close games, Kobe Bryant shot inefficiently, his team got less efficient, those numbers are records of events that occurred. We can go back and watch the video, and you will see they all occurred. Kawhi Leonard, under pressure, ain't missing. He's already been a finals MVP, and that was before he was in his prime. Kawhi Leonard is also playing defense under pressure. Like, Kawhi is one of the greatest. He's in the conversation for greatest defensive player who ever lived. You don't even really think about his offense, except right now, he's shooting 60% from the field in the playoffs. A a former finals MVP before he entered his prime is shooting 60 in the playoffs. Best offensive player, including KD, who's also in his prime, but Kawhi's not playing with Steph and Clay. So, under pressure, yes, Kawhi is better than Kobe was. And I'm going to stop it there because then there's the other reactions, obviously, of Stephen A. and Jay Williams. <laughs> they they completely walk off the set um, when it happens. But, John. Well, they, did that, they did that for theatrics. So yeah, I want ahead. more than just – it's just for ratings. Is Kawhi Leonard okay. – uh, No. <laughs> no. Definitively no, and I ain't you know me I ain't a Coach Bryant fan at all because he ran his he ran his best teammate out of town. That's that's totally something different from what the, <laughs> the question you know what I'm saying is, is is alludes to. Um, this is no this is not to shame Kawhi Leonard and what he's put together as a player, his resume, 
let's remember that he got that Finals MVP when Miles Ginobili and Tim Duncan and 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 Tony Parker were still maybe not necessarily in their prime, maybe on the decline, but they still were part of the team. Still, you know, what I'm saying integral parts of the team. Okay, uh-huh. so it's easy to stand on those Hall of Famers' shoulders, and all three of those are Hall of Famers, whether you like it or not. That's what Rick Service mm-hmm. say, whether you like it or not. Those three <laughs> guys are Hall. Right. So uh, I, you know, and I'm not like Kevin Durant to say Ka- Kawhi Leonard. <clears throat> excuse me, is a is a system player. He's not a system player. But you talk you talking about when that song, the Gatorade song, right? Sometimes I dream that he is me. <laughs> if you look at if you look at a tape of Michael Jordan in a game, and then you look at a tape of Kobe Bryant in a game, you damn near can't tell the difference. Correct. Okay. You damn near can't tell the difference. The problem, I mean, again, Kobe, Kobe Bryant's actually fall out of you fall out of fall out of your chair, folks. Kobe Bryant's a better jump shooter than Michael Jordan. Better jump shooter. <laughs> Jordan's probably better. Jordan's probably definitely better for as far as guards are compared. Jordan's a better post player than Kobe Bryant. And even though Kobe Bryant learned that later on in his career, as you know, as, as the urban legend alludes to, that he went down and talked, you know, learned how to post better from Cuba Lajuan. I, I still say that uh, Jordan is a better, was a better post player, turnaround jump shot. It's, it's money or it's a foul. You know what I'm saying? Um, but like I said, like I said, you put the tape on and you can't tell the difference. Okay, I watched Kobe Bryant. I, I say it decimate Jalen Rose. Decimate Reggie Miller in a finals, and he was Afro Kobe then, you know, when they didn't think that, they didn't think the young guy could. Man, they didn't think he. They knew he had game. We knew he had game. We knew he was an all star. We know he could take over a game. Once you nullify, yeah. you know, once the Pacers did their best to nullify Shaq or nullify, I can't say they necessarily nullify. I think Shaq still averaged like thirty in that series, but they nullified everybody else. You know, what I'm saying in that series, and then Kobe took over. Kobe took over on, you know, the second best player in the Fab Five. Kobe took over. <laughs> Kobe took over <laughs> all, against Reggie Miller, who we just gave a whole lot of praise to. You know, what I'm saying he took over. So I have not seen. I mean, here's why I give Kawhi Leonard. They're about even to me defensively. I don't think necessarily Kobe. I don't think necessarily Kobe Bryant could play the kind of defense that Kawhi Leonard. Had played, Kobe Bryant played good defense. I take that. I take that back, Brandon. Kawhi Leonard. I edge Kawhi Leonard in defense just slightly, but it's not like Kobe's a slouch. But better right. overall player? Nah, it's Kobe Bryant. Okay. I mean, I mean Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Yeah, I just I, I about fell out of my chair when I saw it myself today, <laughs> and I said, "Ooh, what a, what a what a great topic like to talk about." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, I did listen to to uh, Stephen A's uh, reaction and stuff, which was which good. He made up good points and uh, about Kobe and saying, you know, uh, there was stuff going on, and you know, with the the turmoil with Shaq and Kawhi, never had to really deal with any of that stuff um, mm-hmm. ever, and it was kind of a different era, facing different teams. I was just looking for this one statement here that I thought he would say, but Stay he never did. <laughs> Duh. Duh. Yeah. I never did say that. Um I'm gonna give you a question here. You have a NBA franchise that you are uh 
playing with right now, mm-hmm. and you're the general manager of the NBA playoffs uh, teams that are in still right now, the eight teams that are left. Give me your top three players right now in the NBA playoffs. Top three, no no apparent order. Yes, be, in order, gotta, in order. Oh wow! In order. Got to be Kevin Durant. Number. He's number one. Okay. Giannis is number, Giannis is definitely like number two for sure. Um. And I'm building the team. I I he, he, uh. Best player, best player. Who else is who else has kind of popped off my popped into you just my said wheelhouse? Him. If Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard's Leonard? not number three. Yeah, but you know what, Brandon? He's you know what? He's is he really a number one? Is he really a number one? I mean, okay, you don't have to build the team, but rank them be the best NBA they, players in the playoffs. Here's what I'm telling you. Here's what I'm telling you, and I'm gonna piss off a lot of Pacers fans. On a championship team, Victor Oladipo is probably a two B, if not a three. And Ooh. it's not it's not that's not the slight. That's not hey, what what's what was Robert Parrish? Is he is he in the Hall of Fame or no? Yeah, well, it's a five. Okay, I'm. I'm just, well, I'm, I mean, I, I mean, what I mean, the third best player on the team. I don't mean that's five. I'm oh, okay, about, okay, okay. Third, the third best player on the team was Robert Parrish. There's no slide in that. The second best player, uh, or the third best player on the Pistons, the second best player, you know, depending upon how you want to look at it, is Joe Dumars. Okay, there's no, there's no problem in being the number two guy. That, that, that's actually somebody, some idiot. I'm gonna say it. Some idiot came up with this Robin term terminology that Scottie Pippen was the Robin to you know to to Michael Jordan's Batman, and that might be you know what I'm saying. But there's no remember Robin is still a superhero. Okay, at the end of the day, he still is capable of doing great things. Um, but it, it's kind of a disparaging comment to like this is my little brother, this is the guy who's who's running sidekick with me, and that's that's, that's a bunch of baloney. Uh, Larry Bird, Alpha as he is, uh, still needed. You know, great players to play around him to bring out his greatness. Same thing with Magic Johnson. Everybody knows Magic Johnson. That's that's his. That the Lakers was his in the '80s. But who who was who was they also always depend upon to get two, or a rebound, or a block? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You know what I mean? So I I, I put things like that. Like Kawhi Leonard, is he your number? Can he be your number? I I mean, in the East, playing for Toronto, sure. And if he ever, if you know, oh man, the Pacers didn't get swindled. <laughs> and we had him and Paul George. <laughs> that would that would that would have been something. That would have been something to see. You know, and two 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 guys. Two here's the thing, Brent. Two two guys can can do a lot of, and with that with their particular skills, they can do a lot. But, I, but Brandon, I even tell you, that Russ Westbrook's technically a two guy. He's a number two. He's not a number one. But because mm-hmm. everybody left him, whether you know, whether via trade, whether via true free agency, or whatever the case may be, he's got the keys to the city. And they, that's why they kind of struggle at. That's why they kind of struggle with 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 Russ. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm about like, to, that's, I'm that's about what to... I mean. I don't I don't know if Kawhi Leonard is necessarily the number one guy. All right, I'm going to give you my top my top four okay. NBA playoffs right now players. If I have to choose, I I have to rank NBA players as of right now in the NBA playoffs. Here's the four, and the fourth one may slight you a little bit. Number one, Uh-oh. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant right now is putting on a spectacular show 
in the NBA playoffs, showing, like you said, showcasing himself for another team for that max dollar contract. If if I had to have a player for a final shot uh, or a go-to play, I'm choosing Kevin Durant. That's why he's my number one. My number two, the beast of the East, Giannis. The guy is unstoppable. We're seeing it here in the Celtics series. Nobody in God's green earth can guard him. Uh, maybe Shaq's son, when he gets older, and Kawhi's already <laughs> player, or and Giannis is old himself. But right. as of right now, nobody can stop him. So Giannis is number two. Number three, I have Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is single-handedly keeping this Toronto Raptors team in the playoffs currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, and, and with his talent on the offense, his talent on the defense, Kawhi Leonard, my number three. My number four, there's oh, well. several ways I can go with this. I can sit there and I can look at Houston and I can go James Harden. Playing pretty very well in the first round, and then right this series against the the Warriors, single handedly keeping Houston in this series. Yeah, yeah. I can look. I can look at Steph Curry, possibly. You know, for what he his he's done. I could mm-hmm. also <clears throat> look to the East at Joel Embiid when he's played. He's been a huge factor for the Sixers. I could look at mm-hmm. Ben Simmons as another option, but I won't. Uh. <laughs> I can look at. I, I could have looked at Kyrie Irving if it wouldn't be a 3-1 series, and it was a 2-2 series. But I'm going to skip all those people, John. My number four player in the NBA playoffs right now is Damian Lillard. And that guy... Uh, How can we forget Damian? Yeah. Damian Lillard is my number four. You You, you open up a can of worms there, Brandon, because we got to talk about the Joker. I know. Triple-double. I, that's what I said. Walking, talk, he's a walking, talking, triple double. He is. But yeah, Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard's up there too. He has to be. He he graduated. Uh, well, he, well, I, not, I, could, I, I shouldn't say necessarily graduated. He's actually kind of, you know, saying shedding a couple of demons, playoff demons from like the last two seasons. I think I've said this before. Um, I know they. I, I, they, I, I knew that's gonna go seven. I didn't think it was gonna go seven. I think that series gonna go seven. Denver yeah. In Portland. Absolutely. That it's gonna be such a great series. I'm excited to watch that game tonight. Uh it's on ten thirty. I don't work tomorrow. I'm off. I'm gonna enjoy this game. Uh then go. I'm gonna watch I'm gonna watch NBA inside inside the NBA because I, I don't care what T V show you watch. I record the inside the NBA because if I don't watch it the night it's live, it's the most hilarious thing I've ever seen in my life. I love it. Oh, yeah. Between the jeopardy oh, yeah. between the guys. Shaq getting pissed when Barkley cut him off and went back to him, yeah. and Shaq had sour grapes. John, there, there's no better show than those than those there's guys. No better, there's no better post basketball show than yet inside stuff. But yes, going back to Damian Lillard, Damian Lillard, my number four. That guy has not only single handedly kept Portland in the playoffs and and got them to the second round. My God, he knocked the hell out of two possible future. Uh, all NBA, I'll, I'll say two all NBAers. I don't want to say two Hall of Famers, with Russ Absolutely. and Paul George knocked them out right. single handedly with fifty point game, and the guy right. is unstoppable. Right now, he is my number four best player in the NBA playoffs currently, with a stock to rise. Jokic number five. If I had to go number five, it would be the Joker, averaging a triple right. double. Uh, the man is uh, unbelievable. And yeah. I don't think he's getting enough credit 
as to what he should because I don't think the Denver team itself has gotten a lot of credit. And if you've seen how the series has gone so far, uh, a lot of people are like, oh, well, this this Denver team, they're they're nothing. You know what they remind me of, John? They remind me of a uh, middle 2011 to 2015 uh, Indiana Pacers squad that didn't get a lot of credit but did everything gritty and did everything team-wise mm-hmm. to to advance. Uh, mm-hmm. Jokic obviously is better than Hibbert, but there's some similarities there with, with, with that. Right. Uh, uh, Jamal Murray, uh, uh, local product here, Gary Harris. Gary Harris stepping right. up and playing well. Uh, Will Barton. Will Barton hitting threes finally. He was missing in the right. first series against the Spurs. Uh but give this Denver team credit. They didn't win 60-some games for nothing. Uh, right. And I do like their coach, Mike Malone. Uh, I just I, – I think it's going to go seven. That's another series I love to see. I can't get enough of it. Yeah, I, I can't get enough. Denver, Denver reminds me uh, the way they're kind of homegrown, kind of built. They, 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 they're not going to panic. They didn't panic, even though, you know, say last year they didn't make the playoffs or whatever. Uh, they they kind of drafted everybody uh, in, um, and they kind of they're going to develop. Uh, they, they, I mean, they, they, I'm sorry, they developed their talent, and this is where this is kind of what they where, where this kind of led them at. So uh, I just expect them whether they win this series or and go, and go on to play Golden State or Houston, I expect them to continue to uh, to, to keep on going in a, an upper trajectory, even next year, to even be to even be better. It should be scary. It should be should put it a lot of teams on notice. Yeah, absolutely. I thought you would like that uh doing the top the top NBA players right now. And I'm shocked you didn't ever mention Damian Lillard cuz he was my solid number 4 uh yeah, on there. Late. I forget. <laughs> well, yeah, stay up and watch these, man. Some of these NBA playoffs. They, this ain't regular season. They need to move They need to move some of these teams to the east. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> uh Rockets and Warriors, we talked 2-2. We kind of talked about this series enough. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see what goes on. Let's talk to some NBA round trips. Uh, the Lakers, very close now. I think they're working on details of the contract for Tyrone Liu to be new head coach. Cleveland West is about to begin out there. And also it was reported today that uh, LeBron wants Tom Thibodeau as the lead assistant under Ty okay. Liu. Uh, yeah, I knew I think, the I think, about Frank Vogel, but yeah, Thibodeau, that'll work out too. Yeah, and I, I'm surprised Tibbs wouldn't get the job himself, but I don't know how that would – I know he worked with Team USA plenty of times, Tibbs has. Uh, I don't know what the relationship would be with LeBron and them, but I feel like I would take Le- Thibodeau over Ty Lu easily, unless Jeannie Buss is just thinking – and Palenka are like, well, looking who has a better relationship. Oh, well, he won a title with Lou, so – and I honestly think it's because they're like, if LeBron challenges the coach, who is he more likely to challenge and be successful with challenging? It's going to be Ty Lu over Tibbs because Tibbs won't take no right. shit. Right. Right. I don't. So, I don't. I. You know. Who knows? The Lakers. They get. They need to hire a coach and hire him and get him hired in and start the process of looking at free agents and looking at the draft. Because they've they've kind of been dragging their feet on, around uh, that whole operation. Yeah, uh, Justin Powell, be the head coach out there. They need somebody. <laughs> so, 
but yeah, I thought when I saw that, I said, yeah, you know, I think Thibodeau would be good out there for LeBron uh, and them. And then, because I, I thought he got a Rollins deal when he was in Minnesota, how the way that ended uh, with him out there. Well, they, you know what? You can't, you know, it's easier said than done in trading bad players who got big contracts than the yeah. prior coach. So, um, They've got a particular wing out there who's inconsistent. He can get you 17 on one night, and he can get you six on another. Uh, they're gonna, I think they're going to kind of wait and see. I'm not, uh, I can't even think of his name. Wiggins. They're going to kind of wait and see if he can turn the corner before they move his contract, but I don't foresee him being there much longer. Yep, absolutely. I agree. Monty Williams signed with the Suns. That was another Lakers yep. possibility there. Did sign with the Suns, so – It'll be interesting to see what goes on. Uh, Devin Booker's an interesting name out in Phoenix, as we're talking to Phoenix. Uh, I think he could be on the move, John. If if Phoenix really wants to kind of open this up, I don't think they should. I think he just signed a new contract, but right. I just I – just, Booker, if I can see – You're right. If they want to change the culture – and move in a better direction. I would try to find the best, even if it, even if it's, you know I just I just shaded Wiggins right. Even if it's taking like Wiggins contract, I would they they didn't they didn't move on from the, the Booker is a is known kind of right now as a stat guy putting up you know what I'm saying doesn't really care about winning just cares about scoring you know what I'm saying he's put up you know big big numbers right I think he put up what did he score sixty at one point I think yeah maybe last year yep. yeah but. But he hasn't, in his defense, he hasn't necessarily been around a winning culture since he's got two Phoenix, right? Um, but I think they love him. The organization kind of loves him, so I think it's kind of with that. It's going to be kind of like a wait and see what what how him and Monty's relationship kind of pans out this season and who they potentially bring in with the NBA draft. Okay. Uh, last bit of news I have: Paul George rotator cuff surgery today. Uh, he will be missing training camp and part of the preseason, uh, but on schedule for opening night. So rotator cuff surgery. Thank God for the Pacers. Don't have to worry about that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And then Russell Uh, Westbrook also had surgery. Okay. Wow. Well, you know, you you, you talk about the Pacers, man. And I, I I go, I I dip in and dip out a couple of barbershops and, you know, everybody's talking about trading this guy and trading that guy. And, I think the Patriots just need to shed a couple of the contracts that they have and just keep Sabonis and Miles Turner. Keep them I'm, both. I'm with them. I'm with them keeping them. I think you said that a couple of shows ago. I'm with them keeping yeah. them. Like, there's, not, there's no reason. Like, you can't – you're not – unless – listen, nobody's trading. You can't – you can't trade both of those guys. And get Greek freak. They're not trading. You like what are you going to upgrade to? Like you know, what I'm saying what is the upgrade from Miles Turner and Demonis Sabonis? I I, right. I scratch my head. I can't really I can't really think of any any like duo that anybody's going to part ways with. Yeah, everybody wants Clay Thompson and Draymond Green or whatever. Some kind of combination or a piece of the Warriors Durant. You know what I'm saying? But they're not getting they not getting, they're not trading that for that. You know what I mean? So um, I know it's somewhat of a lackluster season. Like what? Uh, what turned out between or what happened with Demonis and Miles Turner? Again, I I go through what you know uh, what I said a couple of shows ago. Miles Turner has always shown and proved that when he's criticized, he has improved on 
what people said he needed to improve on. So hopefully this will be a summer of learning for both of them, and they'll come back with better games. Now, what the Pacers need is another. If we can't get a Durant or or a Clay Thompson, right? We need to get another. Uh, I was gonna say Michael. Vick. We need to get another Victor Victor <laughs> type of player. We need another. And I know Zeke said done, but, but you know, what I'm saying we need to find that other Victor, a volume shooter kind of guy, whether it be point guard, whether it be a small forward, right? That's what I'm thinking <laughs> in my mind. Uh, sure, right, Kimball Walker, uh, and see if he would be interested in coming playing for the Pacers. Um, yeah, because there's going to be some time out for between Rick comes back and being big. It might even be if it's, if it's anything if, if his injury is similar to anything what Gordon Hayward went through, it might take a year for him to bounce back. So the Pacers need to kind of look at that going further. Either in the draft, I think man, last draft poll though, I think man, they had him picking bowl bowl, and I ain't, I'm not a fan of that. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, bowl bowl. Yeah. Oh, Lordy. But they need that's what they need, another dynamic shooter, uh, another dynamic score, period. Okay. I, uh, I'm bringing up the latest mock that I have on my – let's see. Well, it's weird. The latest mock – the couple months I've watched, uh, Dennis Garland was, like, in the bottom part of the, of the first round, and now he's moving uh-huh. up to, like, between five and eight. Yeah, uh, Memphis right now at number eight. Yeah, a lot of people think that he – I mean, a lot of people consider him a very smart, intelligent – you got to be smart, intelligent, playing Vanderbilt. Like, that's a real school. Sorry. Sorry, Florida. Sorry, any other school that's not a real school in North Carolina. They take tests for you. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, no, man, they, they, they say he's been working out out in L.A. He's working on his body. He's working on his game. His knees, you know what I'm saying, but back to – you know what I'm saying, he's back to, he's back to health. And, like I said, he's moving between the, between between five and eight. Uh, with the with the limited what we've seen out of him at at Vanderbilt. Yeah, do you bring Lance back? I just want to close the door. No, on this. man, I, dude, dude, you're crazy. That that experiment is that's that's a hey, Lance better. Hope. I I just Lance have to ask hope. one last time. Nah, man, Lance better hope somebody Orlando brings him back or somebody, uh, somebody of that nature. No, uh, somebody that needs uh, an attraction. Orlando, the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, no, he's not he's not here. No. Okay, perfect. Uh, you talk about some players uh, the Pacers need to go after. Uh, I've got a few on my list, my wish list. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Reef's wish list, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. Number one I have is a uh, is a second score, and I don't care how we get it, uh, whether it be inside or outside, but. I've got one A, one and one A and one B. Uh, same time, I've got Kimball Walker and Julius Randle. If you have it as a big, I understand. I'm fine with that. Let's trade one for another a draft pick or an asset. I don't care. Kimball Walker, right. Julius Randle slide. Uh, I'd even like to see Terry Rozier or Jalen Brown. I think they're most likely okay. to keep Jalen Brown uh, in Boston over Terry Rozier. Uh, right, but Rogier is one I'd like to see. I also think a sneaky pick, and, and you'll, you're going to laugh when I say his name. Uh, why not bring in Elfric Payton from the Pelicans? I think you can get him on the cheap. The guy's been proven to score when he was in Orlando and when he was behind uh, uh, the other holiday in, in New Orleans. 
Alfred Prate Peyton, you can bring him in. Uh, he can mix between the one and the two, uh, yeah. especially if you're rid of Joseph or or, or whatnot, your point guards. Uh, and you were there. I do like Alfred Payton. Uh, possibly he's coming in. Uh, mm-hmm. Looking at some of these other teams, uh, you know, I'm looking at Oklahoma City right now. They don't have anybody I like. The Magic, if you need a three-point shooter, but it looks like they're going to probably re-sign them how well they went this year. But Terrence Ross, Terrence Ross will probably re-sign with Orlando, but at least that'd be a three-point shooter if somehow they could got him in. I still say J.J. Redick. Uh, the, the, the Philadelphia 76ers have a lot of players that are free agents this year. J.J. Redick, right. Jimmy Butler, T.J. McConnell. I'd take McConnell. I mean, he's not going to be a value scorer, but, you right. know, uh, Tobiah Harris will most likely stay there. So they get quite a bit. Uh, 50-year-old Jamal Crawford with Phoenix. He's still on there. I don't want him. I'm just randomly looking at these free agents here. Uh, I'll tell you, you don't who, want Ricky Rubio, do you? Do you I'll tell you – no, I do not. Do you know who's played well this postseason that – he didn't ever got really a chance to, or if he did get a chance last, the last couple of years he was in Cleveland, he got his ass yanked out so quick when he made one error. Rodney Hood. Rodney Hood's played very well for Portland in these playoffs. Oh, yeah, yeah. He has. He has. He has. Very so, and he, that team, and yeah. he's a free agent at the end of this season. So Hood's working himself for another contract. Um, yep. it, you, there's a player option, and you're going to laugh. You need a second <laughs> score. You're going to need a second score. Uh, I just gave you those options, Rozier, Kemba, and Randall. If they take the money elsewhere, go other places. I've got a journeyman for you that has a NBA championship on his team. And okay. you're, going to have to pay, you're going to have to pay a little bit to get him, but he can score, and I think he would flourish under the right organization like he did the first time when he won a title. Mm-hmm. How about Harrison Barnes? Mm. Mm. He is a free I, agent. He's got a player option. Got, right. I don't think he's necessarily in Dallas's future. He's not in Dallas. That's the funny thing. Oh, that's why he got traded. That's right. He got traded. That's right. He's he's with the Sacramento uh, Queens. Oh wow. Yeah, I, I can't imagine Body wants him around. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be opposed to it, but that would be a very patient thing. <laughs> it would be. Hey, he's that got a championship. A Let's bring him in. See what he can do. Uh, right. Let's see. Looking at these other teams, I don't want Stafalosha. Uh, no. Ooh, I don't want I don't want Danny Green. Sorry. Well, we got we got to fill out the roster. Some with some people, man. Everybody ain't coming back. That's true. Uh, I mean, do you get do you, you do you bring back Trevor? Do you bring Trevor Reza in? <laughs> As, no. I've been trying to get him on the Pacers for like six years. <laughs> but no. Uh, no. interesting enough. So we talk about the Pacers roster real quick. Let's. I I want yes or no's and maybe a quick ten seconds on why from you. I'm gonna run down through a list. Okay. Okay. Thaddeus Young. Resign, no sign. Ah, I, yes, but I need to know the number. Uh, and, and go, and go budget. Well, I don't know what he was, but previously. Uh, Tyreek Evans. No. Reason? 
Thank you, but no. Okay. Uh, Bojan, I think this was, uh, we talked about this one. Yes, I need to know the years. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, Pritchard. Uh, Darren Collison. Oh, man. I love me some Darren Collison. But if you get over eight, then? Over him? I need to, man. We had to send Darren. Tell him, Darren, we send you. We send you down to Houston. Oof. You'll love it down there. <laughs> Corey What's Joseph. He's probably gone. No. He's probably gone. Kyle O'Quinn. No, he's gone. Edmund Sumner. I'm going to say yes because we already know he will be back. Pacers love Sumner. Yeah, he's a Wesley Matthews. No. Mm. Unless he wants to coach. Ooh. I think we could bring Wes back. For the right for the right contract. I, I think we could, but I don't know what his role would be. Would he be okay coming off yeah. the bench? <laughs> I don't know, man. He remember he's the one that demanded to be a starter. With the Pacers or the Blazers or the Knicks or the Mavs? He demanded to be a starter. That was one of his you know, contractual deals when he came in. Oh, I, d- I didn't know that. Oh. Yeah, he wanted to start. And then right as of right now, it's smooth sailing for next year because you only have currently one free agent, two free agents, Azeel Johnson and Damanis Sabonis currently. But obviously when you get ring, but a lot of decision makings for the Pacers. They just had their season-ending press conference. Uh, a few takeaways from it. Pritchard said he wants to spend money, which, shocker. I feel like I've heard this before. But they don't know if free agents will come to Indiana. Obviously, it's not a hotbed for talent. Um, another good thing about the money is that it helps with their trade value. So having that much cap space helps with trades um, as right. well. Uh, Pritchard said he'll look at uh, they'll look to the draft at the number 19 position or 20, I think, whichever one they have. Uh, the Pacers have. He feels excited going into this offseason. They may trade up. They could trade down with this draft pick. Um, but they're looking at all scenarios. I think that might be a safe bet to say that LOA, any GM would say they're trading up, look at trading up and looking at trading down. But uh, I would not be shocked if they Pacers possibly trade up in this pick and maybe try to sneak in a top 12, maybe. Who knows? But if they bring your boy uh, in from Indiana, if they bring your boy from Indiana in, I'm done. I'm done. I don't. I can't have two Hoosiers on this team with the, with bring that. Bring him my homie Cam. Bring him my homie Cam Reddish. Bring him in. Yeah, your boy. Bring him in. Cam, Cam's your boy. Cam is your boy. Bring him in. Right now, he's going number uh, number eleven. Right now, Cam Reddish. So, yeah. 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 Uh, he said he also plans on meeting with Bogey on July 1st. He wants to be the first to meet with him. And he definitely wants to bring him back. So we'll see yeah. if Bogey wants to bring back up the Brinks truck or not. Hopefully not. And uh, the Pacers I hope, can be able to bring him back. Uh, let's see. Looking at other basketball things, John, uh, I sent it to you on, on, your, uh, on your phone the other day. The big three draft is complete. The rosters are out. I knew you'd get a kick out of that big three. And the rosters. Oh my god! Uh, did, did that bring you back playing. a little bit? Yeah, someone <laughs> do that thought was still playing. 
Yeah, wow. it's, uh, it's it's interesting. Royce White goes number one. Right. Royce White, who was scared to fly on airplanes, is playing in the big three now. Hey, he can get in a bus. Uh, Josh Powell, <laughs> Larry Sanders, Greg Oden. Greg Oden, yeah, who just graduated from Ohio State. God bless him. Yeah. Uh, Patrick O'Brien. Here's a funny – here's a good story about Patrick O'Brien. Was originally drafted by the Indiana Pacers. Back in the right? day, yeah, wow. and uh, never never tuned out. Sean Williams, another former Pacer, smoked the weed. Stay off the weed, Sean Williams. I don't know. Hey, I don't know if he smoked just weed. <laughs> oh, okay. There's a little more than that. Yeah, a little bit more than that. Uh, North Carolina State's own uh, CJ Les- uh, Leslie playing with them. Jay Rich, Jason Richardson, Alan wow. Anderson. Uh, Brandon Rush, another pacer. Another uh, pacer, yeah. Another pacer. Uh, I don't know if this is good or bad. A lot of former pacers are playing in the big three. Uh, it could be bad just to the, tune out. Mario Chalmers, uh, Rigo, still playing. Wow. Rio. That dude uh, do the two-time champion? Yeah. Can't get oh, in the league. Okay. Uh, uh, Robert Vaden. Didn't even know he was still around. Right. <laughs> C.J. Watson, another former Pacer. Forty-five-year-old uh, Carlos Arroyo, another player. Wow. Didn't know he was uh, go around. Uh, your boy, give him, give him love, give him respect. Bonzi Wells, Ball State's own. <laughs> yeah, victory. So. Victory's done nothing about. Here's my anchor too, man. But it's gained some popularity uh, over the years and. Now it's seemingly like guys who just like to. They, I mean, you know, I know a lot of those guys still play pickup games. You know what I'm saying uh, during the summertime against other former players or whatever. So like, why not get paid for it and be on TV? You know what I mean at the same time. So that's kind of, that's probably that's probably why you, you see some of these yeah. big names who used to be big names playing in the big three now. Yeah, and that was everybody that was drafted. I'm gonna go through some of just the regular names that are already playing on these teams. Corey Maggette, Katino Mobley. Big Baby wow. Davis, uh, Quentin Richardson, <laughs> Birdman. That's all one team right there, folks. That's the power wow. team. So, uh, uh, Baron Davis, Drew Gooden, Jason Maxiel. Uh, for some reason, I thought Jason Maxiel was dead. Sorry. I thought he was dead. Oh, wow. I'm th- I'm, I think I may have been thinking of Tractor Trailer. But uh, uh, Three-Headed Monster, uh, Reggie Evans. Larry Sanders, uh, pull himself for Shard Lewis, earned all that money from Orlando and uh, ran away with it. Yeah, he got a championship in Miami. Um, Tri-State, you got Jermaine O'Neal, Amari Stoudemire, Nate Robinson, Jason Williams or Jason Richardson, and Bonzi Wells. Tri-State looks like a good team. And then I like to call them the Killer Threes. I like to call them the Killer Pacers. Steven Uh-oh. Jackson, Meta World Peace, <laughs> Al Harrington, C.J. Watson. Oh, wow. There's oh, four wow. Pacers on this roster of six on this team. I hope, hope C.J. ain't still rolling the ball off his, off his foot like he did. <laughs> oh, damn. Jason uh, <laughs> Terry still plays. Sam Young. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I didn't know Sam Young. 
And then the Ball Hogs, Josh Childress, Deshaun Stevenson, uh, Brian Scalabrini. Uh, Red Mamba. The Red Mamba. Uh, Ghost Ballers, Mike Bibby, Ricky Davis, Carlos Boozer. Uh, my goodness. Jamario Moon. <laughs> wow. Mike Bibby? I thought he was on the juice. I, I thought Mike Bibby was back. in prison. I thought he was in jail. <laughs> no, I thought he – yeah, he's he swollen up now, man. I thought he was on the juice. Right, but I thought he went to jail because he was hitting on – he was a teacher at some school, and he hitting on some underage girl in high school, allegedly. Uh, listen, we'll get, don't take we'll my word. We'll get the yeah, we'll on get, that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> another team, the Joe – Joe Johnson, another pacer, Al Jefferson. Uh, how the hell is Gennaro Pargo in this? I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know how he uh, made the NBA. Well, nobody can put big, big smooth on this team. Sam Perkins, he can't make a team. Uh, he needs to Will Bynum, uh, and then Kendrick Perkins, Andre Owens, Shannon Brown, Shannon Brown. Huh, I. Boy, just another Michigan State kid wearing a headband. Right. Andre Owens, another uh, Indiana guy. Yeah. Also, your favorite, Josh Smith on the oh, team. Oh, he is my favorite. He is my favorite. Yeah. And then uh last two players, well, last three players are really of note to me. Perry Jones, who also played for uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder for a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, L- Lamar Odom, post-Kardashian. Lamar Odom. Oh, wow. Lamar and yeah, Lamar Lamar's playing. Hmm. He's a co-captain and the captain of the team. Uh, I hope you pay your bets because if not, he'll he'll carry a gun around with him. Gilbert Arenas. Wow, wow. And ladies and gentlemen, that's your big three. And I have a feeling we're going to be talking about that this year on the big three since they're going to get started up during the summer. Well, we need some stuff to talk about. Yeah, I didn't think big three basketball would be carry over like this but it has it's i mean it's, it's kind of it's you know the you would think that the 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 the, the what was the, the i won't call it the aee but that's a different that's a different wrestling organization the football the football the league that just folded you would think football yeah football popularity was being so high football would be you know another football league would kind of carry over and i know big three is not necessarily the nba but it has you know it has you know, it has certain parallels with the NBA as it has most all the players that used to play in the NBA, even from it's five coming. years ago, are, are now playing in, in the Big Three. So, um, kudos to Ice Cube, and you know what I'm saying for so you know he, I, the NBA might as well buy it. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, uh, and the Pacers making part, part of their year round, their year round, you know, season. I want Indy to get a team. I would love to see well, Indy with a team. <laughs> Shit, there's enough pacers on it. David Bailey's not David Bailey's not walking through that door. Do you know who's next on this team on this big three next year? Exactly. How the hell is David West not in this? Come on now. <laughs> David Roy West? Hibbert. David West, Roy Hibbert. Come on now. He, he, he's done ring chasing. How about all those pacers though? Come on now. There's a lot of pacers. I named off about eight pacers there. You did, eight this. former Pacers, yeah, you did. Yep. So, uh, but there is a football league coming that's going to be like the big three. It's called the XFL wow. and Vince McMahon. <laughs> they just announced their schedule. It's going to be on four networks, ESPN, NBC, Fox, 
Fox Sports uh, won. Vince McMahon and them are going for it, and uh, we'll see what happens. It should be uh, interesting. Uh, last quick hitter I have, Purdue. They did add the high-scoring grad transfer, Jihad Proctor from High Point. Averaged 16 points a game, uh, six rebounds, and a few assists. Uh, shooting guard can play the role of Carson Edwards. Big shoes to fill. Won't fill him completely, but another solid added piece for Matt Painter. He doesn't go get the flashy guys. He goes and gets the right guys. Right. Right. So, uh, I guess a couple things. I well, One last thing I have before we go to you. Uh, Indy 500, it is the month of May. Indy 500 going on. Crossroads Sports will be at the track uh, the month of May, as I was last year. Uh, I'll be up in the media, up in the media room uh, throughout the days uh, at the track. I will also be down walking the pits, walking the garages, getting interviews. Uh, last year, if you remember, we did video interviews and had audio interviews with a lot of the big drivers, Scott Dixon, Danica Patrick, a lot of them on qualifying day. Uh, we have the same credentials as last year. Shout out to Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Thank you again. And uh, we're going to do a big from out there. Uh, the first day I will be out there will be Tuesday, May. What is the date? Give it to me, John. What's May 14th, a week from today, Crossroads Sports will be out at the track. Um, depending on when we do, want to do the show that day, uh, John, I figure we would do our next show on that Tuesday. Depending on what time, I could do it live from the media center at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I'll have the stuff okay. there for it. So um, I will be there from really about 9 a.m. all the way through to about 6, 6.30 or so at the track. Uh Today, so uh, we got trackside from 1070, the fan here in Indianapolis. They'll be right down the <laughs> right down the uh, the desks from me, so we might have two shows going on at once. Who knows? Uh, All right. So, but what else you got, my man? Any anything? Man, we gotta talk about the little brother up north. We gotta talk about Ball State University and how they're uh, <laughs> how they're uh, trying to get you know they're trying to get you know. Kids to come to come to Ball State. They add a new facility. Uh, yes, football facility uh, to to their to their to their already other. They, Ball State. If you have never been, I know you've been a year alumni from Ball State. I am too, right? Uh, but if you have never been to Ball State, Ball State is not necessarily known as a great basketball school. Not necessarily known as a great football school. They have some championships that they won uh, in from in their because they play in the Mid American Conference. Uh, but they but they're kind of few and far in between. You know what I'm saying? They kind of go. They might win. Yeah, when was the last time they won football? With Nate, Nate Davis, two thousand eight, my uh, senior year. Two thousand back in two thousand eight, right? And they were they were they were pretty they were real good. Uh, I, I would say for for the level of competition they played, they're real good back then. Uh, but they haven't really, you know, what I'm saying, been a uh, been pretty much been a non-factor, right? As far as football is concerned, <laughs> and held basketball too. But uh, they put a new facility up there, a new training facility. Uh, for the football guys, for the football players to play in, it's a it's an indoor facility, so now they don't have to practice on the field and deal with the elements that are the, or the many elements and the many seasons that come with uh, Indiana weather, right? Um, and they kind of stressing the fact that they want to get uh, it's going to help them recruiting, and they are they're they're adding more positions to not just a facility, they're actually adding more positions. They're they're getting a strength coach, they're getting more nutritionist to, to help. You know, saying because 
you know, Brandon, like these kids, you know, play, play football. They get offered three star guy. If we had a three star guy from Ben Davis go to Ohio State, well, guess what, Brandon? He's a three star guy. Is he gonna play the first first year? Probably not. He's a three star guy. He's, they gonna put him on the you know on the, on the weight program. But like, w- would he probably play? I'm talking about Denard. Uh, what's his last name? Denard. Oh my God. Denard Jones he went to Ben Davis. <laughs> okay. I can't think of his name. Denard Jones went to Ben Davis. He's like he's also playing on the basketball team for Ben Davis. He's like six foot nine uh, lineman. Uh, of course, when Ohio State comes calling, of course you go right. But you know right. you, you you never know if you can get those kind of recruits until you can wow them, until you can woo them to your program, right? And what Ball State had in place prior to was not competitive enough. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't even competitive enough to, to, to woo a recruit to, to go from – change his mind to go from Purdue to Ball State. You know what I mean? And that's, I'm not shading Purdue. I'm just saying, you know, we all know Ohio State is the next, the next level – uh, the next level play for Ohio State is, is in NFL, right? That's why that's why kids kind of flock to these Power Five conferences, uh, big, uh-huh. big big schools, right? So, Ball State's kind of put this kind of you know scraped up some money. I won't say scraped up, but they've got some money. Uh, it's come from uh, I do believe it's come from like uh, it hasn't all come from alumni, but it's come from like other funds that, that uh, I, I hang. I got. I'm sorry, I don't have the total notes on them, but I know they come from all alumni. Uh, but but they put together this facility that's hopefully going to help them uh, not finish last in the MAC uh, this yeah. year uh, and years going forward. So I'm I'm looking forward. I I mean as an alumni of the, of the university, I'm looking forward to them building uh, something uh, to where I, I, my last year at Ball State in 1997, they won the MAC. It's all it's always a fun. It's a great feeling when you when your school, the school that you attend wins, and even though they didn't go on to a, a real big bowl game or whatever, it's always great when you're a part of that when, part of that winning. It's part of the student, you know, you know, it's part of the student experience. It's when the team that you root for that you have to that you get your uh, <laughs> that your that your tuition is kind of built in that you pay for tickets, right? Right. <laughs> you know, what I'm that you root for that that, that they win. So um, I just want you know kids. Hopefully, those kids. Uh, get to experience that, but that, that that all that kind of starts at getting great players, and, and and even even good players to come to the university, and this is like their first their first step into that direction. Yeah, absolutely. Ball State is uh, they're getting the right facilities. They just upgraded their basketball uh, gym, uh, Worthen Arena, uh, a couple years ago. New scoreboard. Uh, uh, a lot of uh, nice video boards around there, the, the LED ribbons. It looks very nice. I haven't been back to the campus uh, too often, but plan on hitting it up this year quite a bit um, for for some football games, some basketball games. John, my goal is, and Ball State people, if you're listening, officials-wise, uh, I will be submitting cr- uh, application for credentials for us for a couple Ball State football games. Uh, me and you will go and uh, cover on the media side for Crossroads Sports uh, up at Ball State. We'll hit up our alma mater yeah, one Saturday. Yeah, that, that that totally makes sense, man. Because you know what what who gets dominant? The dominant on the radio here is as IU Purdue, and yep. nobody ever really mentions like the little brothers of the world, the Ball States, the Indiana States, the Evansville's of the world. Who wants to mention Evansville, right? But you know. Boston, Ball State is like I said, they they put money into their program and to they're trying to build it up. So I'm I'm definitely gonna be behind it. Uh, however okay. however I can, whether you know what I'm saying, talking about it, 
or talking about whatever recruits. I, 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 I looked that up earlier today. Whatever recruit they got, two recruits, uh, Indiana recruits, actually three-star guys that that, uh, that committed to to play there in the fall, next play basketball, play in the fall next year. So, um, yeah, hopefully, like I said, everything is on the rise for Ball State. Absolutely, and uh, we look forward to bringing you guys that coverage this fall. And uh, I know I've got media credentials in the past for Purdue football and and, and showcasing from there. Um, I'm going to put in for Ball State, John. I'll put both our names in, and we'll go up and we'll cover maybe one or two Ball State games this year uh, up there. I think it'd be uh, fun to cover the old school. Yep. So, yep. all right, my man, any final things? We got about we got 20 minutes left on the show if we have anything, but there's no callers. <laughs> no, no I, don't, I really don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to wrap it up, man, we can. It's, 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 I mean, um, I think we talked about NBA at 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 the very end. Uh, yeah. So, um, nah. WWE, because like, what's that now? WWE, anything? You got me watching. Man, you said you were going to. I did. Raw fell asleep. It was a snooze, snoozer last night, man. I mean, this came out there. That was that was fun, but it was snoozer for the most part for me. They are struggling for ratings right now. Uh, the companies have told them you need to get your ratings up, um, especially with this new network coming. So Vince is pulling out all stops with this wild wild card rule and stuff, saying, bring everybody back. Let's see what we can do. And I don't know. I'm anxious to see the new organization, AEW. I'm interested to see how they, want, they just they just signed Goldust. Oh, wow. Well, he's there for a check. I mean, I'm saying all those guys, all those guys there for a check, but like long haul, I, I can't see gold dust. That's not that's something that he wants. He said it. It's not something that he necessarily wants to do. I don't know why Vince hasn't extended an offer to Kenny Omega, who's who's kind of the king of you know uh, independent wrestling. If you follow New Japan, if you follow you know what I'm saying, right. the smaller smaller organizations here in the United States, you know what I'm saying he. I don't know why they haven't extended him an offer. Maybe they did, and he didn't like what they wanted to, his character to be. I don't know. Uh, another guy I kind of always always wanted to bring over is Jay Lethal. Uh, but again, you know what I'm saying? I don't because all his all his TNA uh, all his TNA buddies have I've moved over between you know Samoa Joe and AJ. I don't I don't I don't understand you know I don't understand why he hasn't come over. But again. Um, it's not necessarily who you who you have. He's got all the best. He's got a, a ton of wrestlers. It's just how the show is kind of written and how the show, and like what you what you put into the show, like where what direction the show kind of goes into and smart booking, you know. So right. that, I mean that's that's the critique I have. They build up they built up Braun Strowman for months and months and months, and it seemingly thought that you at least put the title on him once, and now he's in a pointless feud again. Um, so I I yeah. don't know. I'm not saying he, I'm not saying you put the hell. They put the title on Kane for like a day, okay? <laughs> they did, or for a week or whatever. Uh, I know Vince doesn't like big, burly. I mean, you know, I'm not. Hey, listen, no homo here, but not. He doesn't like. He's not photogenic, right? So, mm-hmm. but the storyline suggested that, and the fans were behind it that Braun should have been champ at some point, and like. Doesn't make sense for him to be all right. We don't want to elevate you. We do want to elevate you. We do want to elevate you here, but you don't want to, we don't want to go so far. So again, I, I don't. I don't get some of the booking, and that's kind of why yeah. people are kind of turned off by it. 
Um, Bray's character, you like it? Who? Bray? Bray? That's that's hilarious. Don't say it. Don't say Don't say his other name. Come on now. Don't do it. That's um, Husky Hicker. That's hilarious. Come on. He's going to have more. He's gonna have more personalities than dude love Cactus Jack and Mick Foley. I like is, it. Man. I like it. I do like it. Yeah. I like where they're going with this. Well, he knows how. Well, he comes from a wrestling, great wrestling background, great wrestling family, man. So he knows how to sell. You know, what I'm saying whatever, whatever's kind of IRS. He yeah, he, yeah, his dad was IRS, Mike Rotunda, right? So he kind of knows how to how to how to work angles. Um, but yeah, it's, it's man, it's, it's, that that is funny as heck. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, before we go, looks like the Raptors are just putting a thumping right now on the Sixers, uh, up 20 with 11 seconds to go in the second quarter. Uh, they've kind of wow. pulled away here in the second quarter. So, wow. all right, my man. Uh, well, I guess I'd like to thank everybody that's been listening. Obviously, uh, I will say, John, that after last week's episode, uh, we had a very big jump in our in our ratings. And okay. uh, and uh, I do like to say last week alone, not just with last week's episode, but combined with last week's episode and then people listening to previous episodes, um, we had a very high, high number. Uh, we had over 600 and, 600 and some listens in a three-day span last week. So okay. 600 listens in three days uh, over our last episode. We also had a lot of good call-ins and special guests uh, last week, yep. but then – uh, just listening back to some old shows. So probably listening to some shit that I got wrong and you got wrong in the past is like, man, these guys are idiots back in the back then. But you know, hey, that's what we're here. We're we're here to give you our take and listen to your take, and that's what Crossroads Sports is. Uh, it's uh, right. Indiana, another I, I, take on everything. Right. I, I mean, I might have had a, a, a word flirt uh, here or there. I think I might have called Josh Rosen, Josh Allen, a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you know what? That's what it is. And we're not perfect, and yeah. we don't strive to be perfect. But we want to be yeah. comfortable with everybody, and that's what we expect back. It's kind of like locker room talk, sports bar talk, yeah. and uh, barbershop. That's what I'm looking for, barbershop talk. So thank yeah. you guys once again. Please like, subscribe, and share the shows. that You can find it on iTunes. You can also find it on the Crossroads Sports website. And uh, we'll continue to bring you guys everything in the world of sports and more. And until uh, next week, John, take care, my man. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Crossroads Sports.